good? Yeah, I'm good. All right. Okay, what's up with the what's up, campers? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, we're back with a new week and a new episode. And all this is so cool because it means that we are one week closer to the podcast's second birthday. Oh, my God. It's so cool. It's coming up. We had a great time the last time. Remember, we cooked all that Irish food and had mm-hmm. decorated it all Irish themes. Well, this time... I have some really big surprises for us for the birthday. So it's coming up quick. But with all this happening, you know, I'm just happy that we woke up another day. And if you're wondering who the heck I am and what we're talking about, well, I am your host, Dylan, and you are listening to a new episode of Campfire Adventures. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the people who are listening out in podcast land. And of course, to my live audience, you got Jay Dizzy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you got uh, Athena, our artist. And you got Larry. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> he wanted a cool nickname, so we came up with Larry. And we're sitting here chilling around the portable campfire. We are treating ourselves to a nice day. We got face masks on. We got some sparkling cider here. And we're down by the beach just looking at the Oceanside sign because, you know, Oceanside is famous. So mm-hmm. we're chilling. We're having a good time. We got our drinks ready. Like I said, we're right by the beach. And I guess with all this said, it's time for us to get into this week's story. So Let's get started. Exactly. Okay, let's do it. Go. So here's the deal with the deal, right? So there's an island off the coast of Eastern Africa, right? And it's home to one of the youngest cryptids that we're going to talk about on this podcast. And to get real specific, it's this island known as Zanzibar. Have any of you ever heard of it? No. Okay, that's okay. Because when I was reading it, I was like, what is this? And I was like, it sounds so familiar. And so it's not just this island that's tormented with the tales of this week's cryptid. Actually, all the islands around it and off the coast of Tanzania, with the country being affected as well, they all have been haunted by stories of this cryptid. So who the heck are we talking about, right? Well, besides the white sandy beaches, the delicious food and the holiday appeal that are known as the Zanzibar Islands, it is home to a bat-like creature known as the Popobawa. What the hell is that? It's a Popobawa. And I'm going to tell you exactly what it is. Young listener. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure exactly how this creature came to be. But it wasn't until the late 60s or the early 70s that this cryptid decided to make itself known to the people of Zanzibar. So that's exactly why I said it's one of the younger cryptids that we've talked about. Because the majority of them, you know, like we've mentioned that they've been known for a really long time. But the reason this is actually super interesting to me is because I know that I mentioned this a few times, but I've been watching X-Files, which I feel like it fits our podcast so well. Have you guys ever seen X-Files? Okay, I love it, right? And the background music is creepy. And I just remember 
getting into it when I was little and now I'm watching it again. Everything just goes so well with our catalog, you know? And so Mulder and Scully, they were talking about this cryptid, this creature. And you know that I hate worms, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so there is this creature. It, well, there's a worm known as a fluke worm. And they have like these, it's like a leech kind of, but it's a worm. And I, oh, I can't stand it. But this monster that they were hunting after was like a fluke worm man. And so it was like the body of a man, but it was like a worm, like with a sucker, right? Mm -hmm. So all this stuff. Anyway, so the whole point of this like little side tangent is because Mulder had said like, for all the creatures that go extinct, we can keep a record of them, right? Because we've known about them and la 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 la. Mm -hmm. But what about all the creatures that are barely starting to exist now? Like new species that are born and we don't even know until they meet them, like this fluke worm creature. Mm -hmm. So I feel like in a way, this is kind of what happened with the Hopabawa. And that's why I'm here to tell you what it is. So I know you're not here for all these tangents and I'm ready to just get into the story. So here's a short description. It stands on two feet like a human. Mm -hmm. It has kind of a hunched back, pointy ears like a bat, mm -hmm. has one giant red eye, sharp fangs, and then a giant large set of wings. It's kind of almost like cape-like because how big they are. Mm -hmm. And then if you're wondering like, okay, well, what's the color? What should I be looking out for? Like I said, red eye, but the skin of it is going to be gray in color. And if you want to get a clue as to whether or not this cryptid is close to you, then if you sniff in the air, like let's say you're like suspect and you're like, I feel like something's following me. You know, I'm in Zanzibar. I'm on the island. I feel like I'm being followed. Smell around because they say that if this cryptid is close to you, you'll start to smell like a sulfury smell. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know what that smells like, at least in my experience, sulfurs always kind of smell like rottenish eggs kind of things. So I feel like if you smell that, then you should be like the meme from The Simpsons. I'm in danger. <laughs> what if you already smell like that? Because I think you, you just do. Just stink in general. Well, I think, I think revelations are happening in this podcast. Okay, so anyway, so maybe at this point you're not scared yet. Maybe you're saying like, oh, you know, I'm brave. Dylan obviously is afraid of worms, so if he's scared, then I could probably last longer. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe what? <laughs> you go on so i'm just gonna say if i had seen this thing i would have ran and got the impenetrable force field that we all know as the blanket right mm -hmm. i would just ran hit under my bed and be like it's not real it's not real i'm good i'm good you know but i get it some of you are a little bit braver than me that's completely fine mm -hmm. so besides the description i'd like to share some of this cryptid superpowers with you now one that it has down packed is its shape-shifting abilities this cryptid is able to turn into almost any animal or human that it desires. Unlike last week, you know how we were talking about the Encantado? Mm -hmm. How that one can transform into a man, but yeah. it still had the blowhole? Yeah. Mm -hmm. This one's seamless. And then besides that, the Popabawa is also able to hypnotize people. Mm -hmm. It can control people's actions and words. And some say that it uses that ability to help spread the word of its existence. Now try to find some more information on the origin story of this cryptid. But the closest that I could find is that the Popabawa is actually a creature that was created by a vengeful leader. Now he had, had magical abilities and he wanted to go have the Popabawa go out and wreak havoc. And it didn't really work out because as you can tell, this cryptid is pretty strong. Mm -hmm. So it was able to break away from its creator and now it's loose on the east coast of Africa. So all in all, we're dealing with an apex cryptid. Now, I'd like to say from the stories that I read about this cryptid, 
it's been circulating the islands of the eastern parts of Africa since the 60s. And what I've gathered is basically this creature will attack and then disappear for years on end. And after an attack, more and more is learned about it, which I guess is kind of like research and, you know, development. Like, okay, we don't know a little bit about it. Now we know what we're looking for. What does it want? You know, la, 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 la. Mm -hmm. So what I've learned about this Popabawa is that it usually masquerades during the day as a typical human being because it can shapeshift. So mm -hmm. it looks just like anybody else. You wouldn't even know. But once night falls, and if it feels like it needs to ditch its disguise and set out to hunt, it can do that. Now, no one is truly safe from a run-in with this cryptid. It'll attack men, women, children. It didn't say anything about animals or pets, so maybe they're safe, which, I mean, we all love the pets, so that's a plus. Yes. <laughs> you know, but it can attack anybody. But more and more stories have established this idea that this beast is only hunting people who don't believe that it truly exists, which I feel like we've never heard before. Like that's kind of different, but interesting. So it's said that it's able to use its powers to take down a whole family. It'll first break into your house while you're sleeping, immobilize everybody, and then viciously attack. Now for the next part of this story, I'd like to give everybody a disclaimer. Like I'm going to say one more thing that this cryptid does but it might be a little bit of a sensitive topic for some people so if you'd like to go ahead and skip the next 10 seconds and i think that you'll be good but i'm gonna start right now so it's also claimed that this cryptid is responsible for sexually assaulting adult men and women it's part of its whole stick i don't know why i i don't want to go into too much detail about it but it happens and people have been talking about it for a long time and so when a large number of people start to claim that this sexual assault is happening more often than not, they start to point the finger that maybe it's the Popabawa. Maybe it's attacked. Maybe it's back. Maybe it's not hibernating or whatever it was doing before. Mm -hmm. Now, once an attack is over, it's claimed that this creature tells you, it could talk to you. It tells you that it wants you to tell everybody what happened. Now, what I'm figuring is like once I've been attacked... You know, the first thing I'm not going to want to do is run and tell everybody everything. But if you don't do that, it's said that the cryptid will come back and attack. And the attack will be even worse than the first time. So if we break it all down, this cryptid is just basically terrible. Mm -hmm. You know, it hurts people in so many different ways. So many unimaginable ways. It's a monster. A monster. Mm -hmm. Yeah, cryptid is a cool word, you know, for creatures we don't understand. I try not to use the monster word or the beast word, but this one... It just, it'll break it down and want glory by having you tell everybody that it did it to you. Mm -hmm. So what can we actually do to try to avoid an attack? Well, as we've said, just believing in its existence will keep you from facing an attack. Hopefully, you know, that's what the premise is. Yeah. But if you've been hearing recent claims that attacks have been happening, some families and neighbors like to band together. They'll start a fire and they decide that they're going to stay awake until the sun comes up because if they don't sleep then they probably won't get attacked. Now, of course, I don't have 100% proof that this cryptid is actually real, but I don't know that any of the other ones that we've talked about are real either, and if we still talk about them. I just, I feel a little bit better knowing that I'm telling somebody out there that this cryptid is out there, and I want you to be safe, because I want to send my sincerest condolences to anyone who's ever had a run-in with this cryptid, because I couldn't imagine... Why would someone create something like this and then have it go be so vengeful? Right. And then it's hurting so many people. So I don't know if you've ever heard of this cryptid. I'd love to hear a little bit more because 
Honestly, with everything that I've researched, this is the main story that I found. And I guess on that note, we're at the end of another Campfire Adventure episode. Kind of a weird one. Yeah. But I think also really important to talk about because it's a younger cryptid. It's only been known since the 60s and 70s. So it's younger. So it still has a bigger portion of its life to live. Mm -hmm. And who knows if there's more than one. I would hope that there's not more than one. It's probably lurking out right now. Well... I mean, it's off the coast of the east coast of Africa, so I don't know. know. It can fly, so I don't know. Well, let's just hope that spreading the word will keep it from attacking anybody else. Mm -hmm. And on that note, we're at the end of the episode. So, well, I hope everybody enjoyed listening to a new episode of Campfire Adventures. Our birthday is coming up. It is on St. Patrick's Day, so we're going to party it up. And um, I guess you'll see pictures of our behind the scenes that we're wearing face masks and chilling by the beach. We're sitting in the car. So every noise you heard is because we are in the car. And you'll see our pictures, like I said, on Instagram and Facebook at Campfire Adventures Podcasts. I have source material, pictures of the cryptid on our website at www.campfireadventurespodcast.com. And i guess with that said whether you listen to this in the morning or the evening i hope you have a good morning or good evening and i'm just gonna say goodbye so bye bye Bye. have a wonderful day